All right. <laughs> Let's. This is take two, folks. I'm Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on February 4th, 2021. Uh, all of that previous recording, uh, that was all my fault, guys. Uh, it wasn't anybody interfering with us. But anyway, welcome to News and Views from the Nefarium. Uh, we have a good one today. Short, but good. Uh, but um, before we get to that, the housekeeping, we, there is no vid chat tomorrow. There will be vid chats on each of the following Fridays. Uh, the two regular long format vid chats will be first. And then at the end of the month, we'll have our short format uh, fireside vid chat. That chat for all of you members is already up in the members area. Remember, put your comments and questions as comments and questions uh, in that vid chat. Uh, and remember, those are three hours long. We had our first one last week. People seem to like that format a bit. So we're going to stick with it uh, for the moment and give more people more opportunity to participate. Anyway, as I said, the Nefarium has been busy. Uh, I want to thank uh, KJ for sending this article along because it's short, but it's definitely not sweet. Um, and you're not going to believe it when you hear this. Uh, I'm going to read a significant portion. It's a very short article. The article is titled, The IMF Calls for Credit Score to be tied to internet search history. And here we go. In a blog post courtesy of the International Monetary Fraud or Fund, IMF researchers Arnu Bu, Peter Hoffman, Luke Levin, and Lev Ratnovsky called for internet search history to be tied to the credit score. Presenting their findings from a paper they wrote, the researchers argue that by using non-financial data, specifically, quote, the history of online searches and purchases, unquote, we can solve the problem of, quote, certain kinds of people not having enough hard data, income, employment time, assets, and debts available, unquote. In other words, they're trying to shut down people that want their privacy. Continuing, the authors of the piece claim that this move is a necessary innovation in order to compete with the rise of corporate cryptocurrencies, such as the one in development by Facebook, who hope to launch next year. While Facebook is a monopoly that is engaged in political censorship, their power pales in comparison to that, that of the IMF, the International Monetary Fraud uh, Fund, is a veritable superpower with ties to the World Bank, and they oversee the entire global economy. It should go without saying that giving this organization the power to track everyone's search history can lead to some dark ramifications. With private banks, notably J.P. Morgan and Chase Bank, already kicking conservatives off of their servers, or pardon me, off of their services, one can only imagine how much this would escalate with the IMF tracking everyone's search history. While there has been bipartisan opposition to the Chinese social credit system in Congress, the distinctions between that system and what the IMF is pushing for remains ill-defined, unquote. <clears throat> 
Now, let me stop there and just say, duh. <laughs> uh, folks, this is absolutely draconian because I've been warning, Catherine Austin Fitz has been warning, other people have been warning about this attempt to tie cryptocurrencies and get everybody on a digital currency. And Catherine has been warning that, folks, this is a corporate coupon. They can go in and and adjust your credit score, your your money, depending on how good or bad you are. And that's manifest on the websites that you search and visit. Like, for example, this one. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you folks know that I'm absolutely 100% opposed to cryptocurrencies or any system that removes a physical medium of exchange from people's hands because it's that physical medium of exchange that protects your anonymity, your privacy, and is a certain sort of safeguard against them simply automatically adjusting the value of accounts depending on your social credit score. So in other words, they are trying to lock the world down into, uh, let's just call it what it is, a beast system. Now, there is a citation of the actual paper in this short article. And I want to read a couple paragraphs from here just to give you the flavor of the doublespeak that these central banksters are using. And it's, it's in a little box that they actually copy and paste in this article. So here we go. Quote, The second and most complex problem is that certain kinds of people, like new entrepreneurs, innovators, and many informal workers, might not have enough hard data available. Well, isn't that a shame? They want to make sure that those people have a fair shot now. Even a well-paid expatriate moving to the United States can be caught in the conundrum of not getting a credit card for lack of a credit record and not having a credit card, uh, pardon me, and not having a credit record for lack of credit cards. In other words, the vicious cycle. Fin Fintech Salt resolves the dilemma by tapping various non-financial data the type of browser and hardware and hardware used to access the internet, the history of online searches and purchases, recent research documents that once powered by artificial intelligence and machine learning, these alternative data sources are often superior than traditional credit assessment methods and can advance financial inclusion by, for example, enabling more credit to informal workers and households and firms in rural areas. Now, folks, <laughs> let me stop again. They're, they're going to push this out, in other words, as being beneficial to people at the lower end of the economic ladder and as being beneficial to them. And, of course, this is the way they always sell things is by appealing to people's good nature. But you'll notice that the other thing they're going after here are quote-unquote rural areas. Think the family farm, okay? So in other words, they're going to wrap this social credit system with its long tentacles right around the food supply. So be good little boys and girls, and we'll let you farm, and we'll let you eat. 
Folks, these people are out of control. They're mad, they're insane, and they're anti-human. Anyway, to round this out. Meanwhile, the head of the International Monetary Fraud or Fund, Kristalina Georgieva, has publicly advocated for the Great Reset Initiative, notably in a speech to members of the royal family over the summer. The Great Initiative Reset is a plan by the World Economic Forum, otherwise known as SPECTRE, to, in their words, quote, build a new social contract that honors the dignity of every human being, unquote, except, of course, the unborn. Here's one hypothetical scenario proposed by a World Economic Forum contributor for what life may look like after a great reset. And then, of course, they go on to mention the Build Back Better slogan. Now, the article ends with this note. Joe Biden has also promised he will establish a task force to combat online extremism, given Biden's ties to groups such as the International Monetary Fraud and the World Economic Fraud, this could be a cause for concern. A Democratic president and an anti-conservative banking institution using big tech to monitor people's search history isn't the most comforting idea, to say the least. Unquote. No, it's not. It's a beast system to compel you into obedience to their ideology. So, folks, we're coming up to the point where all of us are going to have to make some hard and fast choices. Unfortunately, I know where the bulk of humanity is going to go. But uh, I hope and pray that there are still some that will see this for what it is, a bare, naked power grab on the part of the extremely wealthy who have absolutely not a human shred of compassion or decency in their brains or bodies. We are but cattle and machines to them, so perhaps it's time we start treating them like cattle and machines back. Um, this is absolutely draconian. This is going to be a corporate coupon. This is going to be communist China on steroids. And uh, it's not called a beast system for nothing, because ultimately what they want to do is they want to get rid of God. And it's coming, folks. So anyway, that, yeah, it's a communitarian ideology. Thank you. Uh, that, that was an observation that was just made in uh, the chat room by, I mean, it's scrolling so fast now I can't even read. But you're right, uh, Pedro. It is a communitarian, and it's a it's a um, uh, it's a collectivist mentality. This is this is the grand synarchist goal of of wedding the worst excesses of capitalism and the worst excesses of progressivism, collectivism, communism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, fascism. It's basically fascism, folks. So anyway. Uh, don't forget uh, that there is no vid chat tomorrow. The fireside vid chat uh, has already been posted, minus the video, of course. So for those of you wanting to post questions, remember that for the fireside chats, rather than emailing me, you post them in the comments area so that other people can see your comments and questions. Um, 
Red in the Valley says people in Canada are going forth with a, with a loyal title on their property, which gives you complete ownership of your property. Um, the problem, here's the problem I have read in the Valley for those who are, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with them. Um, my problem with those who are attempting to work within the system. And again, I'm not disagreeing with you. Try it. I mean, if that's what you want to do, if that's given your circumstances locally and so on, what you want to do then by all means, go ahead. In other words, I'm not saying that there's any correct way forward. But my problem with trying to use a legal system, which has clearly been corrupted and is being used by people uh, in a double standard of application of law, then the legal system itself will not protect you. The system will not protect you. Uh, this is, you know, there's talk in this country about, you know, 2022 and 2024 and we'll get everything back on track. No, the system is irretrievably broken, in my opinion. So, you know, uh, it's, it's, not any, it's not anything we can rely on with any confidence. You can try it. I'm not saying don't. You know, you can try and throw up as many roadblocks and put as much sand in the, in the gears as possible. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm just, you know, at the point, I don't think that any short-term, mid-term political action is going to solve a thing. Uh, we need to take a very long-term, deep uh, cultural view. And uh, anyway, go small, go quiet, says Olga, Olga. Yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe that's the solution. You know, I don't have any solution, folks. I, I'm not, you know, I don't have the wisdom of Solomon. Uh, this this whole global political leadership class is out of control, and they are anti-human. And ultimately, this means the one good thing about this is ultimately it means that whatever system they're going to try and put into place will break down precisely because it is anti-human. Anyway, that's it, folks. <laughs> thank you for listening to my rant, and thank you, folks, um, for the comments in the in the chat room. I appreciate some of those. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.